0: So happy to be here recording. Mostly, I'm really happy because I'm sitting down because I feel like I haven't sat down this week. I mean, it's not that there hasn't been a lot of sitting down, there hasn't been a lot of sitting down on my own terms. So that's the differentiator. I've been sitting, I've been sitting in a hospital room, I've actually sat in two rehab facilities and Two different rehab facilities and then and a hospital room this week. So I've done a lot of sitting actually, but it's not been like in my office, in my comfort zone, in my happy place. It's not been on my own terms, on my own timeline. So finally at the end of the week here, I'm recording this on Friday afternoon. And I'm sitting in my own office for a little bit of time. And this is like where I just get to do my own thing. So So happy to be here. As we get started, I'm going to dive into this week and why it's been insane and why I call it my infirmary tour that I've been on this week, and we'll get into that in a minute. But before we get started with that, something I'm going to be talking about today, I think goes really well with this review I want to read you guys. So I started reading reviews at the beginning of a few episodes back and I'm loving getting feedback. If you want me to read your review, you can post a review on iTunes. If you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review, you can post a review there. If you want to send the review to me via email and I can read it on air, I would love to do that. So you can do that at info at shamelessmom.com. So, okay, this review I love because I get this woman. So this is from Anne Farrens. And she says, I recently discovered the podcast world and I feel so lucky to have found the Shameless Mom Academy. I am a pregnant first time mom and also the breadwinner in our family. So when I found out we were expecting, I had a very real oh yay and oh no moment. I instantly saw the rest in peace letters over my tombstone of my career and imagined people lining up to take my job like vultures, but I didn't want to miss out on the experience of being a mother. I feel like Sarah shares ways to keep both identities and keep both roles in a practical and real way. I love the silliness, the seriousness, and the sincereness of the podcast. She gets three cheers for alliteration there. I love alliteration. And finally, I feel like I can relate to a fellow mom out there. She's not preachy or judgy, and I feel very calm when listening. I've participated in other fitness self-development programs and have listened to other podcasts. And the whole time I had this anxious feeling, which inevitably always resulted in a feeling of failure. Sarah gives me ideas to chew on and incorporate into my life. Then when I want to refresh, I listen to an episode again and get new ideas. She's not giving orders. I feel like she's sharing her experiences so we can learn what we can and then make them into our own. So refreshing. I've been telling all my girlfriends about the Shameless Mom Academy. Thank you, Sarah, for starting this for all of us. I can't wait to continue the journey with this amazing community. Community of moms and career women and Sarah. So thank you, Anne. I love that. And oh man, I hear it when you get that positive pregnancy test. So for us, that experience, because it was a long time in the making and it took a couple of years. So we had approximately one million negative tests before we had a positive test. But what was crazy is when we first started to try to get pregnant, I actually got a false positive. So this is weird. I got multiple false positives. So when I got pregnant, I didn't even believe that I was really pregnant. I took tests for days and days and days. And my doctor and my acupuncturist were like, you are pregnant. Like you don't need to keep taking tests. And I seriously, I was like, no, like there's no harm in taking more tests. I'm just going to keep peeing on a stick every single morning. So we had gotten this false positive. So this happened a few months into trying to get pregnant. And I was actually in Las Vegas for a conference and my husband came and met me after I think I was there for like two or three days. And then he came down for like another two days. So he shows up and I'm like, I think I might be pregnant. And I have this like super, super faint line on this pregnancy test. And I was a mess. Like I was so stressed out about it. And here it was like, we had waited so long to try to start trying. And like, I totally thought we were ready. And then when I thought that it was really happening, I was just like total, oh shit moment. So It was literally for about eight hours that I thought I was pregnant. (laughs) And for those eight hours, like we went to breakfast that morning, I remember, and he was all excited because he'd just gotten into town and we were like, we're in Vegas, like, let's go have fun. And I'm sitting at breakfast trying not to burst into tears the whole time. Like I'm staring off at the wall, like, don't talk to me, don't look at me, don't like I can't eat. I'm so stressed out. And what are we gonna do? And so much of that was because I thought like, oh my gosh, if this happens right now, I don't think I've done everything I want to do with my career, and now I'm going to have to push pause on it. So it ended up that that was a false positive. Later that night, I took another test, and it was negative. And then I talked to my doctor about it, and that ended up happening to me a couple times. So there was a few medical things going on that she thought might have been making that happen, and it's kind of a whole nother potential for an episode, but I'm just really special. I'm the person who gets false positives that like apparently no one gets. So don't think that it's going to happen to you if you're trying to get pregnant. Like I think that I call it the redhead curse, like all these weird things happen to redheads and that's one of them maybe. So (laughs) or at least one that happened to me. So I can so relate to what Anne is talking about here because I had that moment when I thought I was pregnant that first time of, oh man, like my life is over. I have all these career aspirations and I just love the business that I've built. This was specific to my gym at the time. And then I also was just starting an online business called Fit Healthy Moms at that time. And so... When I wasn't pregnant at that time, I was actually really relieved and it gave me some time to do some soul searching. And little did I know that I would have a couple more years of soul searching before I actually got pregnant. But what was fantastic about the silver lining, and I talked in just a couple episodes back about silver linings and eight things to be better at anything. So, the great thing about Situations that are really challenging and overwhelming is I do look for silver linings. And I'm going to talk a little bit about how I'm not always like super positive Miss Pollyanna today, but I do look for silver linings. And the silver lining of my husband and my infertility journey was that I had extra time to work on my career aspirations. So by the time we did get pregnant, I was really at peace with where I was at. I had done the things that I wanted to do with the gym to make it pretty self sustaining. I had done the things that I wanted to do to have things set up on my online business with Fit Healthy Moms so that I could be like, okay. This can kind of run itself so I can be home and focus on a baby. So that was somewhat calming. I don't know that any of this was ever very calming. So I totally get what Anne is saying about the excitement of being pregnant and then the like, oh my God, what are we gonna do? How are we gonna manage this? That kind of thing. I get it. It's really overwhelming. So I just wanna say, Anne, totally thinking of you everyone has a different journey. And I think that as your pregnancy plays out, and once your baby is born, things will fall into place. That's not to say there won't be bumps, there will totally be bumps. Like I promise you, there will be bumps. But it's kind of funny how things just become more clear as they have to become more clear and you make start making decisions. So don't be too worried about the vultures at your job. I think that you'll see some light before you get to that transition of childbirth, and you'll start to get a good sense of where you want to go. And you'll also Okay, here, total honesty. You'll know once you meet your baby what kind of baby you have, and you'll either be like, oh my gosh, I just want to hang out with this baby all the time, or you'll be like, oh my gosh, I totally want to just go back to work. I don't need to hang out with this baby all the time. And I know that sounds so heartless, but I have so many moms who talk about that. And I actually got to a point in my time at home with Vinny when he was an infant where I was like, hmm, I'm kind of ready to do my own thing again now. Like, I am not made for staying home all the time. So, and then other moms. You know, I've had friends who have multiple kids who are like, yeah, with one kid, I was totally ready to go back to work. And with the other one, they were so awesome and chill. I was like, I could have extended my maternity leave much longer. So you just kind of don't know till you're there and there's just the things that you have to figure out as you go which i know is challenging because it's hard especially for people who are really career oriented it's hard to not know the exact plan all the time so and thanks for your review i love it i would love to hear from more of you and i want to move on to mother's day a little bit last weekend was mother's day i hope you had a fantastic day we had a really nice day i think i have to say i think it was our first mother's day that we didn't have any like horrendous meltdowns so vinny's first mother's day very first mother's day he would have been like six months old or seven or eight months old or something, still little. But I remember it was his second Mother's Day when he was like over a little over a year and a half, where it was just like back to back tantrums all day. And I was like, are you kidding me? And it was not refreshing, but it was a reminder that and refreshing that my friend was right. A friend of mine told me after my first birthday being a mom, she's like, yeah, funny how your birthdays aren't really about you anymore. And that's what Mother's Day was like. I was like, oh, here's that thing Maura was talking about. Mother's Day aren't, isn't really about you either. Like, never mind, you don't get your birthday anymore and you don't get Mother's Day. The whole day that's like established because you're a mom, it's not really yours. This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi weekly, so why should Payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earnin can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make earn part of your financial routine and join earn over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earn I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So it feels like such a big win. So I want you to go check out Mysteries About True Histories wherever you listen to podcasts. You can tune, in, tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to this podcast. So go check out Mysteries About True Histories to listen in and have some fun with your kid while they learn today. So the first Mother's Day that Vinny was kind of a disaster all day, kind of jaded me. So last year and the year before, I didn't have very high expectations. So this year, again, I was like, well, whatever, we'll see what happens. And it was a really great, great day. He was like sweet and fun and funny. And I got to go do some things on my own. I went to get a pedicure and I was totally laughing because I didn't have an appointment until that day. So of course, you know, and like every single mother in the world gets a pedicure or a massage on Mother's Day. So I go in and I get this last minute appointment. I go in and I'm kind of rushing to relax. So I go into the pedicure place with this last minute appointment. I go running in as a walk-in and I'm like, oh, you know, how long would I need to wait to get a chair? And I'm looking at my watch because I know that I'm supposed to go meet Vinny and Vince for brunch in like an hour. And so she's like, oh, we can get you in right now. I was like, oh, great. And so I sat down in this chair and I'm like all excited and thinking it's all going to work out. And they put me in a massage chair that's broken. So like every 30 seconds to three minutes or so, the chair would stop and I'd have to reset all the massage settings the first thing I think, I'm like, of course I chose the chair that doesn't work. And then after that, I was like, okay, I'm not going to complain. Like it's fine. You know, first world problems if my massage chair is the worst thing I experienced all of Mother's Day. So then the woman starts cutting my toenails and doing all this stuff. And I swear, like, I don't know what she was doing. She took like a nail file to my like toe knuckles or something. I was like, she was doing some like major work down there. I'm trying to think of like the exfoliation stuff and everything, but like on the knuckles of my toes, like rubbing them raw, like I don't have... Calluses on my toe knuckles, or like things that need to be scraped off. She was scraping the heck out of them. And finally, I like pull my foot back to look at it because I'm sure it's bleeding. It's not bleeding, but I'm, it's like red and raw looking. And so then she goes on to the next foot and like does the same thing. And I'm texting my friend. She's like, What are you doing for Mother's Day? I'm like, Getting a massage and bleeding, or getting a pedicure and bleeding. So not relaxing. And then Over the course of uh, pedicure, all these other women start coming in because it's Mother's Day. So there's like the people who are working there are just rushing to get through everyone. And I'm like, clearly, like you don't go to the walk-in place if you want to have a nice relaxing (laughs) pedicure on Mother's Day. But anyways, it was all said and done. It went fine. Not the best pedicure of my life, but whatever. I got to sit in a massage chair and kind of have a massage while I had my pedicure. And then we went to brunch and it was great. One of the highlights of the day was definitely my husband asked me what I wanted for Mother's Day. And I said said, I just want a homemade card. And then I laughed because my mom for my entire life, my mom for holidays and stuff would always be like, I just want you to make me a card. And I would be like, mom, no, like, I just want to buy you something. Tell me something to buy you. I don't want to make you a card. And she very seriously just wanted me to make her a card. Like that really was the best gift I could give her. And I always thought it was a really annoying answer. And I didn't understand why it would be meaningful to her. And when I told Vince, I just wanted him and Vinny to make me a card. I was like, Oh my God, I'm doing it. I'm doing that thing that moms do. And I was like, no, seriously, all I want is for Vinny to make me a card. So Vince, my husband with Vinny, the three and a half year old, they make me this card. And it's this kind of big oversized card. And Vince printed out a picture of Vinny that's adorable. That's actually the same photo that I used for the Mother's Day episode, the bonus episode, by the way. So go back and listen to the bonus Mother's Day episode if you haven't. It's like five minutes long. And it's a great combination of laughter and ugly crying. And I'm a complete disaster by the end of it. But it's a fun episode. So Vince used that picture from that episode on the front of this Mother's Day card that him and Vinny made for me. And on the inside of the card... Instead of saying happy Mother's Day, it just says, I like your belly button. (laughs) And then there's handprints and Vinny's pseudo signature. So apparently when Vince asked Vinny what he wanted to write on my Mother's Day card, he said he wanted to write that he likes my belly button. So I thought the only appropriate thing to do would be to make that card our show art for today. So when you go to shamelessmom.com, you'll see that that is our show art for this episode. But Vince was laughing. He's like, aren't you glad you asked for a homemade card? And I was like, yes like, I will save this forever. It was so great. I love it. I love it. So, so excited about that. So on the other end of Mother's Day has been this week of insanity. I don't even know where to start. And it's funny because when I sit down to... Record episodes. I always want to be able to give you practical tips and like advice and how to make things better and like eight tips to doing anything better or you know other episodes where I've done like three tips to quitting sugar or whatever, three tips to exercising in the morning. Like I always want you to have these practical, hands-on things where you can walk away and be like, yes, I got something from this. And I don't know if I have that for you today. <laughs> so you know, I sat down and I started coming up with stuff for this episode, and I was like, no, I just need to talk about the reality right now, the reality of what this week has been, because this is kind of me at my worst in some ways. And I know I've gotten feedback from people about how they love the Practical advice on these episodes, but I've also gotten feedback where people are like, You're just so positive all the time. And one of my friends <laughs> said something and like, You know, you would hate to be at my house with me all the time because I'm never that positive. And I was like, No, no, no. Like, I'm so not that positive all the time. I think I'm conveying the wrong message. So, I do make a huge effort to be positive all the time because that's what helps me move forward in daily life is to spin things in a positive way. And so a lot of that episode I did about eight ways to be better at anything was about like how to reframe things so that you can constantly move forward because I don't like being stuck. That is really, really hard for me. And I think over time and over the course of building my own businesses, I've gotten pretty good at reframing things so that I can move forward. And there's just times when you have no other choice, right? So that doesn't mean that I don't have days or periods of time where things just suck. So this week has not been a sucky week by any means. It's just been crazy. So my mom came to town on Monday. My sister had surgery on Wednesday. My mom also has a really good friend who has recently had some significant health issues. So she's up in Everett, which is about 40, 30, 40 minutes away from us. And so my mom wanted to make sure she could visit with her while she was in town. And so we went up and visited her. She's just about to get released from her rehab facility where she's had multiple surgeries and recoveries. And she's just about to be able to live independently again. So that's super exciting. So we went up to visit her. Then we spent, that was on Tuesday on Wednesday, we spent the day in the hospital with my sister who had surgery. She had surgery on her thyroid, which went really, really well. So that was exciting. Everything came back very well. So she had to have some pathologies work done on that or whatever to like make sure it was all benign. Everything was benign. So fantastic news there. Then on Thursday, yesterday, we went and visited my aunt who has also had a lot of health issues. And so she's been in the hospital. She had surgery and now she's in a rehab facility, also working on steps to be become more independent and get back into independent living. And so it's just been insane. In the middle of all that, I don't remember if I talked about and last week or the week before about I had this like crazy tension headache, which I've never had a tension headache before. So I had a tension headache that lasted for like, I don't know, 15 days or something. It started on a Wednesday at 10am, I remember. (laughs) And I was sitting in jury duty. And so the last time I took ibuprofen for it was this last Monday. So it was like two and a half weeks, close to three weeks every day that I took ibuprofen. And like, I'm not someone who takes medication for things or takes even anti-inflammatories very often. So had this tension headache and the tension headache, I think I've had like six doctor appointments now for, for different treatment modalities or maybe seven. I think it's seven. (laughs) So I've had multiple treatment modalities and I've gone to the doctor and the chiropractor and I've had a massage and like all these different things trying to get rid of this tension headache. And so now it's gone finally. So I've had to insert all of these appointments into this crazy chaotic schedule with all this other stuff going on. And then Vinny starts getting this rash and it was probably like at least a week ago, maybe two weeks ago. He starts getting a rash, like not a new thing for this kid. The kid always has a rash somewhere and he has some dairy sensitivity. So we always attribute it to dairy like, oh, he must have gotten some dairy and it'll go away. Well, this one seemed a little different. So finally today, after feeling a little negligent and seeing that it's definitely spreading, I take him to the doctor and the doctor's like, oh, he might have a staph infection. Oh, fantastic. While he's had this staph infection, he's been around my mom. My mom's having surgery next week. She's having cataract surgery. So now I'm like, okay, he's been around my mom. who's about to have surgery, which is not okay to be around someone who has staph. He was visiting my aunt yesterday at her rehab facility, where there's all sorts of people with compromised immunity. He's been to school every single day with it. He's been to swimming lessons. He's been to soccer. He's hung out with his friends. Like he's passed this all over town. So I'm the parent with the dirty kid sending the germs all over town. And there's probably people listening to this who have been in contact with my child in the last week or two, and your kids have been exposed. So let me just say I'm sorry right now. We don't know for sure that it's a staff infection, but that's the most likely scenario. So we're treating it as if it is. So it's like 80 degrees here today in Seattle, and I had to send him to school his school does not have air conditioning. I had to send him to school. And they were like, yeah, he can still go to school. The doctor's telling me this, but he needs to wear long sleeves and long pants so that all of his little rashy areas are not exposed. And so the poor kid is at school and the the doctor's like, make sure he drinks extra water so he doesn't get dehydrated. So I'm like envisioning going to pick him up today and he's just going to be like lethargic and totally like sweating mess of a kid who's in Full-on sweat spin, and it's eighty degrees outside, and probably ninety five in his classroom. So I'm hoping everything's going okay at school today. So this is just how the week has been. It's been insane. And I don't see any signs of it slowing down. Oh, here's the minor detail. So then, on top of all these other crazy things, we're trying to decide, and I have to give this a full episode at some point because it's a big decision and it's a big conversation, but we're trying to decide if we're gonna have a second kid. Oh my God, such a big decision, right? Like so much bigger than if you're gonna have the first kid. And because we had significant fertility issues the first time and we were we're totally infertile, we cannot get pregnant naturally. So we're trying to figure out if we're gonna do this again, how are we gonna do it? We probably would go straight to IVF. That's looking like the thing that would work, be the most viable option because I am considerably older than I was when I had Vinny and I was already super old when I had Vinny. So I had him when I was 37. If I get pregnant now, the second baby would be born when I'm like 41. So like no spring chicken over here. So I'm having to do all these, I call it fact finding because we still don't know if we're going to actually go through with anything, but we're fact finding right now. So I have had to go to like all these crazy appointments because everything is like relative to your period days, right? So whatever cycle day you're on. So fertility place that I'm working with, they're like, okay, well, we need to see you on this date for this and this date for that. And like cycle day one and cycle day two, and it's all dependent on when you get your period. So of course, like I try to have that really well scheduled and it doesn't ever work out. So in my mind, I was gonna get my period like this coming Monday and then it came yesterday. And so it totally threw everything off. And so I'm like rushing in today. I had to rush in and get this ultrasound to look at all my follicles. And then I have to like next week make sure I get this other thing done. And I'm gonna be in LA next week. And so I'm trying to figure out how to do that. And so in the middle of like all of these other things going on with my family health stuff and my son having a staff infection and my mom is in town and all this stuff. And then on top of all that, I'm like, oh, and wait, I got my period. And oh, and by the way, I don't even have any tampons in the house. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is I swear it's like, can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S. AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. And I have to schedule these appointments and get an ultrasound. And like, is there any end to the insanity? And this is my life with one child by what means do I think I have any space for a second? I do not know. So I have to tell you, I'm looking at the clock right now. I'm seeing like we're 22 minutes into this episode. And still, this is still my intro for the episode. So maybe I'm not going to get to everything I thought I would, but this is where I'm at. Like it's just kind of crazy town right now. And I'm not sure when that's going to end. I go to LA on Monday and my husband came home a few days ago and was like, Oh, I'm going to have to go to Washington, DC. Next week. And I was like, What? I'm going to LA. You can't go to Washington, DC. He's like, Why? Well, you didn't put it on the calendar that you're going to LA. And I'm like, But I told you. I swear, like, we do not communicate well via technology. Every time I invite him to an event, it doesn't happen somehow. Like, our calendars just don't sync. So, like, I told you about this event. I probably invited you. It probably didn't work because that's what always happens. But, anyways, I try to invite him to events on my calendar and it always fails because if technology is going to fail, it will always be with the redhead. So it fails me all the time. So he has to go to DC while I'm in LA and we have to figure out like, well, what are we doing with the child? And what are we doing with the dog? And how is this all going to work out? And yeah, crazy. So, oh, and by the way, now that my period came early, I also have to figure out how I'm going to do all these other things while I'm in all these other period tests while I'm in LA. So it's real good times over here. Let me tell you. So I have to say, this is why I just wanted to come sit in my basement and record. I was like, I just want to sit and chill and record. And this has probably been so not relaxing for you to listen to, but this is the reality. And the reality is when things get like this for me, I stop sleeping. I get really overwhelmed. In the middle of all this, I'm also trying to keep up with a lot of stuff. I have a huge program going on at the gym with 47 amazing, amazing women. So I'm trying to be very supportive of everything that they're doing and I'm trying to check in with them as regularly, as frequently as possible. And I'm totally trying to look like I have my act together. And so if they're listening to this, they're going to totally laugh because I'm trying to act like I'm on it, you guys. I'm totally on it. And like in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh my God, I'm not feeling like I'm super on it right now. So there's times when this happens. There's times when no matter how much you try to be organized and how much you have your lists all lined up and your ducks all in a row, like things just go crazy. And it's very hard. It's very overwhelming. And I don't have an answer for everything. I don't have like this positive place to tell you to go when this happens. All I can tell you is that it happens and it happens to everyone. And I think that when I recorded the last episode about the eight things to do to be better at anything, I think it was like my way of saying this is where I go when things are crazy. Like I have to find the silver linings. I have to come from a place of gratitude and positivity And I have to find the things that I'm thankful for. I have to be like really gracious to people who are helping me out. You know, my sweet mom is here and she's like doing a garden for me this week. And she just made me this like huge lasagna, which, oh my God, I'm dying to dig into. And she's helping with Vinny. She's taking care of him tomorrow so we can have a date night. So like, I'm so grateful for all those things. So I'm trying to find all these positive things because otherwise I will just get so caught up in my anxiety about how this is all going to shake out and how I'm going to possibly get everything done that I need to get done that I won't be able to focus on anything. So that's kind of where I'm at. Like I'm in this place of, yeah, where i like, I'm having to follow my own advice and that's how I do it. Like when things get really nutty, I just look at the things I tell my clients to do. And I go back to those things and I say like, this is what I tell other people to do and I need to take my own advice. So it's really helpful for me when I create content that gives other people pointers, then it is easy for me to go back and like listen to myself and be like oh yeah remember these are your go-to pieces like you know when things really suck find the silver lining or when things are really horrible where's the funny story find the funny story in there like of course my period came 3 days early well, how the hell am I supposed to fit that into my schedule right now? But like, of course, that's the way the world works. That's the funny story in all this is like the middle of all this chaos. And you're like, oh, great. My period's here and I don't have tampons. Great. And oh, but I can't deal with that because my kid has a staph infection, which maybe needs to take precedence over the fact that I'm like bleeding out right now. So that's just how it works. Like you have to find those pieces of the puzzle and then that helps you move forward. Like it's easy for me. I wear my emotions on my sleeve big time. So when I'm really stressed out, you can bet that like I might be able to get on this microphone and be really chipper and cheerful, but you can bet that my husband is like, what is going on and how can I get you out of this funk? Because you're no fun to anyone right now. (laughs) So I definitely wear my heart on my sleeves. And I'm so aware of that, that I really have to do a lot of self-talk. And I think that's what I want to convey to you is that you have to have that internal go-to place when you feel everything falling apart, when you feel like, The balls are all spinning out of control and you're dropping half of them. Where do you go? And so you have to find that place. You find that go-to place and you just keep going back there. You find like the one or two things that you can do. And so for me, it's like I have to have my to-do list and I have to cross a few things off every day. There's no way I'm going to get caught up. Like I'm not going to get caught up today. I opened my email a little bit ago and I was like, oh my God, I just want to cry. So I just shut it back down, (laughs) and at some point in the next 24 hours, I will have to go out and get back in there, and I'll probably be like, "Okay, I'm going to answer 10 emails. I'm not going to sit here and go through the whole thing. I'm just answering 10 things, and then the next time I get in, I'll do 10 more, because I can't do it all. And email makes my eyes go crossed. Like I can't spend tons of time in email. I used to be really like I can read it, but the reading and replying, it gets to be a lot after a while. And an email management, like you don't even want to see how my inbox is organized because it's not at all. So. I'm just taking little bites of little things, and one of those things was recording this episode. And then after this, in 26 minutes, I get to record an interview, which I'm so excited about. My friend Ophira Eisenberg, she's a stand-up comic in New York, and I can't tell too much, but she's so amazing. So, like, I actually wanted to record this episode first because it would help me get out kind of like my excitement jitters. Because Ophira is someone who, well, she's a stand-up comedian, so I mean. I, the, like enough said, right? But she's a stand-up comedian who just had a little boy. She's 43 years old. So first time mom at 43, like bravo lady. And then there's just the way we met is really funny. She's hysterical, obviously, because of her work and her life passion of being um, stand-up. And then, yeah, following her as a mom, like when I met her, she did not intend to become a mom, I don't think. So we're gonna talk about all that on the interview. But anyways, I just know you're gonna love this interview. So she works for NPR. She does stand-up in New York. She's on a number of other shows. She travels and does her shows. She's actually putting together a show with another mom now called Shit Show. So we have a lot to talk about. It's going to be amazing. So I'm really looking forward to that. So it's actually been a really great kind of end cap to my week to have something really fun planned. So I get to jump on the phone with her in just a few minutes and do that interview. So that will be our Wednesday interview this week. So make sure you listen into that because it's going to be really good. And yeah, I think that's what I got for you today. Like, I think my message for you, instead of, you know, I always want things to be like this practical, really clean list of like, here's three tips to save your world. I don't have three tips to save your world today. Today, what I have for you is here's where I'm at. It's a little messy. It's a little bloody. And there's some really nasty staph infection germs. But sometimes that's just where it's at. Totally shameless, right? Totally, totally shameless. So I'm going to get going. I'm going to go prep for my interview with Ophira. And I hope that you have a fantastic week. Make sure that you go back and listen to our Mother's Day episode if you haven't already, because it was a really fun episode. It's like the kind of thing you want to listen to when you can't stand your kid. So like probably 37 times between now and the end of this week, you'll want to listen to it. But it's a good episode for when you're like, I don't want to be a mom for a minute. And then you listen to it and you're like, oh, but being a mom is just the best. So but it starts off with like why motherhood sucks, because it does like, let's be honest. And I should warn Anne Farren's from our initial testimonial. Like Anne, it's not all rainbows and unicorns. Okay, there's a lot. In fact, hardly any of it is rainbows and unicorns. I'm actually three and a half years in, still trying to find the rainbows and the unicorns. But I will say, the Mother's Day card that I got, big fat unicorn right there. Okay, so if you haven't already hopped over to check out that picture, go ahead and hop over to ShamelessMom.com, and you can see my unicorn, which is my Mother's Day card from Vinny, which was so funny. And I can't wait to check in with you again on Wednesday with our Ophira episode. It's going to be so fantastic. So have a fantastic week. Have a great day. And I don't care if you're bleeding out. I don't care if like you have done nothing that you plan to do today and you will never get to anything on your to-do list today. Whatever you do, do it shamelessly and have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. As always, if this episode was helpful to you, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review. You can do that at shamelessmom.com forward slash review and find us on social media. We're on there a lot. I say we, it's actually me. It's just me. I don't have a team doing social media for me. I'm not that cool yet. I promise. Someday maybe, but right now it's all me. So you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Shameless Mom Academy. And yeah, you can see the picture I posted just recently when my dog ate her own poop. That was a fun day. So that was on Instagram. And then over on Facebook, I'm always posting other things as well. So find us there and I will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. Have a fantastic day. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood.